0: Uh, so I guess we're supposed to talk about responsibility. Um, I have been avoiding responsibility the majority of my adult life. So I don't know if I am the best person for this job, but, um, somebody's got to do it and it's my microphone. So I'm going to do it. Um, uh, with- <laughs> this is head of hypocrisy, uh, and we're doing another dad's corner on responsibility or lack thereof um no i mean i guess a lot of default default responsibility i like to think that i'm begrudgingly responsible um because i have a family uh and i'm an adult and if i'm not responsible i will end up uh in jail or at the very least in debt uh neither of which i can afford because i'm too small to go to jail and i can't afford to any more debt um so uh yeah here we go let's let's figure out how we can uh we can get through this responsibility. Here goes nothing. Um, yeah, no, I hate being responsible. It's terrible. It's not fun. Uh, there's no trophies for it, according to Drake. Um, yeah, I just, it's not it's not fun. But it has to get done. Um, and I, I mean, I don't know. I guess as a parent, as a father, um, responsibility is sort of thrust upon you. Uh, and most of us, I think, rise to the occasion for the most part. Um, but then... Then, you know, the, there's the question, when do you impart or begin teaching responsibility to your children? Um, and, you know, there's a school of thought. They're never too young or, you know, you wait, you let them be babies and there's all sorts of theories. Um, and I think, I don't know. I guess I think on, in, on some levels, you're never too young. Um, because responsibility is a lot of different things, right? It's not just, I think, I guess for me, uh, a lot of times I default to thinking of of like you know like chores, um that kind of responsibility and clean up around the house, uh taking out the trash, um I don't know whatever washing dishes, all the crap you don't wanna do that has to get done. Um, I mean there's physical chores right like i would I would like i i would I would like to say that um hygiene is like a physical chore right like you gotta brush your teeth, make sure you don't stink, wash your you know self uh those are things that you may not necessarily want to do or feel like doing all the time but they've got to get done um you know in re- you are responsible for your hygiene you're responsible for where you live um uh, so the, that's that's like the default kind of responsibilities then there's you know, financial responsibilities you got your bills like in the place you live you got to keep the lights on and the AC if you live in the valley otherwise you will melt um uh, and you know, card notes, whatever other financial responsibilities you've taken on monthly, quarterly, yearly, annually, whatever, yearly and annually are the same thing. Uh, whatever uh, financial responsibilities you've taken on, um, you know, you are now responsible for those. If you don't pay them, uh, collections, your credit will be bad. They, in some cases they will come and take said thing from you, uh, There are all sorts of consequences for not um, fulfilling your responsibilities financially, physically, uh, and so forth. So, you know, when it comes to what age do you start to, you know, uh, hold kids responsible, um, it depends on which, you know, what, what kind of responsibilities we're talking about, right? Like you can't hold a five year old financially responsible for really anything because they have zero income. Uh, and, you know, that's, that's your job as the parent anyway. Um, but I do think it is important to, to start at least, you know, holding or explaining, teaching, the importance of of emotional uh, responsibility, right? Like how you make people feel, how other people make you feel. Um those are these are these are kind of the kind of lessons I feel like the kids are never too young to learn. Um, and I I say that um meaning, you know, that they, they have to be old enough to be able to communicate, right? Like you can't teach responsibility to an infant. Um, but you know, toddlers and up if you can talk to them if if they can be angry sad or happy then i do think that it's important to to start to the conversation of emotional responsibility and not in any sort of you know heavy terms not even you know using that phrasing per se but just you know making them aware of the the fact that their actions affect others and to try to think about how uh, what you do may may make someone else feel uh, and vice versa, right? Like, th- that's when you can start to determine, uh, what the, how you like to be treated and how things make you feel. Um, and then speaking up when you don't, you know, if someone does something that you don't like or you don't feel good when someone calls you a name. Like, these are, these are lessons in, in emotional responsibility that I think, uh, you can start as early as, I don't know, four, five, six, the, the, the younger ages, the, the smaller kids, that's, those are the kind of responsibility, um, lessons or conversations, I think, that are, are most important to start having, um, at the, the earlier stages, right? Cause you can't really do financial, you can't really give them chores per se, cause, you know, they're still getting motor skills together. A lot of them still write holding the pencil with all five fingers. So, you know, you can't really have them sweeping and cleaning the windows and stuff, um, if they're, they're learning to write their names. So, you know but you can explain to them that like you know if they call their sister poopoo head then she may not like that and if she starts crying right like you maybe maybe you shouldn't do that right you should you should think about what you're going to say to people because you know it may make them feel away and you have to be prepared for how people are going to react um based on you know how you're treating them And it's gonna, you know, it'll be a lifelong lesson, right? Because there are adults that still aren't good at this. But it's, I think that, you know, when, if, if the question is when do you start introducing, uh, responsibility to, to children, I would say like, you know, four or five, you know, as early as four and five, uh, in regards to emotional responsibility. Um, I think it's very important to start having those conversations, um, because especially, especially if you got siblings, right? Because, uh, those, those um those confrontations start real early. So you have to uh you know, you just gotta be aware of, of how you move around other people because you know, we're social beings and if we're all gonna be on this rock together. We gotta we gotta get along on some level. We don't have to like each other, but we gotta at least function and and, and respect each other. And that um, you know, that starts with social responsibility and that starts very, very young. Um so, you know, that on and, and that's a that's a kind of responsibility that's not as as painful or arduous as as a taking out the trash or as paying as a paying a bill or something, right? Like it's all it's all in theory, it's all it's all mental. So you don't have to do any actual physical labor, it just requires you know a few conversations here or there. Um, so it, I guess responsibility is not all bad. Um, but yeah, me, me personally, I uh, I did not. I did not um, acquire that skill or that or that gear until probably my 30s, um, because up until that point, for me, responsibility was I was more of a uh, like a consequence, consequence ratio kind of person. Like, you know, you got to do this or else like, well, so what's going to happen if I don't? And, you know, if I could handle the consequence, if it did not inconvenience me uh, more than whatever the task was, then I would just not do it. Um, and that was how I would handle most of my responsibilities. Uh, suffice to say, I did not pay parking tickets. Uh, I was late to work all the time. My, my attendance was not great. Uh, yeah, my, my youth was, was spent very much, uh, in the moment and, and not, not appreciative of, of the, the, I don't know, the consistency that, that responsibility can create. Uh, so yeah, it took me it took me quite some time to to develop any sort of appreciation uh for responsibility or people that are responsible, um just just anything really involving being being held responsible in any any form of of the word. I uh, I'm truly uh, an adult adolescent at, at my core, so it took it took a lot for me to uh, to get over that hump. Um, and it really, it really did just sort of boil down to a consequence thing. Like as you get older, the consequences get steeper. Um, so, you know, you're sort of just, again, if, if you haven't picked up the skill already, you'll, you'll get it by default, you know, because you don't want to go to prison or you want to keep your family together, right? Like the, 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 the stakes start to get kind of high. It's, it's not, a it gets beyond you know mom or dad are going is gonna yell at me because really up until you are an adult that's your consequence right like that's the only thing that you're really concerned about is how are my parents gonna react because that's your ceiling um, if you're a normal kid right like if you you know you're wild and you're dealing with detention centers and juvenile hall and stuff that's different but your average kid their center their their ceiling for for punishment uh, and or being held responsible is mom and dad. Um, so you know, you start to get out of that, um, in college, uh, I guess in high school a little bit, um, but it doesn't really happen, I don't think, until you get out on your own. You start developing your own sort of adult relationships because then there are other adults that will hold you accountable for what you say, how you behave, what you do. And no, God forbid you don't start living with other people. That's a whole nother rabbit hole, <laughs> but, um, I think um, I think you know as far as kids go, they're they're ceiling as parents, and as parents, it can be tough dealing with kids trying to uh, to to navigate the uh, the the learning of, of responsibilities um, because you know as parents we're going to just keep especially you know of the the teens preteens once you get out of the once you get out of just talking about um, you know being responsible for yourself and picking up after yourself. You try to start, you know, holding your your preteens and teenagers uh, responsible and accountable for things. That's when you start having to help out around the house and getting chores, and that's when you start having, you know, curfews and things like that. And that's when they start missing these things, and you have to try to inst- instill the importance of um, of the structure that you're attempting to create. Uh, and it can be difficult, right? Because a lot of times, uh, I I feel like a lot of times the responsibility the the only way that you can teach it is is by cause and effect right especially with in the in the parental child relationship right because they only have listened to you anyway because you've been telling them what to do literally their entire life uh so no matter how much you tell them right like you got to pay your bills on time you got to go places on time you gotta you know you have to your your word is your bond you have to do what you say that you're going to do otherwise you know people won't trust you it'll be hard for you to build relationships personally emotionally you know um uh, professionally and so on right like it, it's very important for you to have a good foundation in being responsible and being held accountable and You can say that until you're blue in the face and they're only going to kind of hear it. it's going to take Incidents and things happening them dropping the ball, you know Them them having fights with their friends because they said they would be one place and they didn't go there like dad I don't understand like why doesn't Steve want to play with me anymore? It's like, well, because you always tell Steve you're going to come outside at noon and you don't get outside until three. And the only reason you're not coming outside is because you don't want to, you know, get off a call of duty or whatever the case may be, right? Now you're losing friends because, because you're not, you're not doing what you, you said and you're not communicating that, right? Like you're not, and this is, this is, and that's, that's a basic example, right? That's being socially responsible to your friends, right? If you don't want to go outside and tell me you don't want to go outside, right? Like, just just be straight up. Don't be like, oh, yeah, I'll be there in a few minutes and then don't come outside until you're absolutely bored of the game that you're playing. Right. Like that's that's disrespectful of your friendship. And, you know, no matter how much you try to convey that lesson to a kid, it's it doesn't I don't think that it it really resonates until that issue presents itself. And then you have the conversation directly after, like when they come to you and they ask you, like, why did this happen? Why is this person behaving this way? Then you got to work backwards, you know, from the event. Well, so what happened? Like, well, I don't know. Like, we were supposed to play, and when I came outside, he had attitude. Well, when did he, like, when were you guys supposed to go play? I don't remember. He, he asked me to come outside, and I was playing a game. I told him I'd be out in a minute. Like, well, you know, ballpark. When did that happen? Oh, probably, you know, 10, 15 minutes ago. And you look at the clock, like, well, nah, man, that was three hours ago. That's why he had an attitude. And then now, now, you know, now you're having the conversation. Now you can talk about, you know, people people are 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 sensitive about their time they don't want to be you know <laughs> jerked around if you will like nobody wants to be led on if you're not going to do something tell them you're not going to do it if you are going to do something then you know if at all possible you should probably do it um and, and like i was saying like that's a, and that's a lesson that that permeates throughout life. It's not just with your friends. It's not just, you know, with your girlfriend. It's not just at work. Like, it's in all those places. It's 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 how you are a good functional human in society, right? Like, that's that's what separates us from the animals so that we can talk and communicate in this way. And if we don't use those skills, then, you know, we're just a bunch of gorillas at the end of the day. Um, so, you know, that's, I think that's what makes responsibility so difficult as a parent, like as a concept to teach, is that a lot of times... You, um, you don't get the opportunity to do so until after something's kind of already gone wrong, until after they've dropped the ball. But it is very important to take the time to have those conversations as soon as, you know, as soon as you can after the event, because that's when it's the most fresh. And that's probably when they're most open to hearing what you have to say, because something has gone wrong and they want answers, right? Now, now, they're, now their ears are wide open because, hey, why did this thing happen? Like, now so-and-so's not talking to me, or I got fired, or, you know, I got detention, or whatever the case may. Be now, now they want it now, they want to understand. Now they're gonna reach out. Now they'll listen to the lesson that you've been trying to teach them for the past oh, I don't know, 10 to 15 years. Um, so I did this. it was gonna be a quick process because I, it's definitely not, but. You know, it's it's important to have those conversations. It's important to have them timely. Um, because if you wait too long, then you're going to forget what you have to say. They're going to forget exactly what happened. It doesn't you know, it doesn't hit the same. If you, you know, right when it happens, right when they reach out, drop whatever you're doing, you know, if, if at all possible. Like if you're a bus driver and they call while you're on the freeway, you know, maybe call them back after you have parked said bus. But, you know, <laughs> in all reasonable uh, sense of the word, drop what you're doing. And, you know, have that conversation because they're reaching out because they want to they want answers. They're going to listen. Now is the time to drive those points home. Um, And that's and, you know, that's with the teenagers um, probably all the way up to, you know, early 20s, mid early 30s for us men, because we take a little longer to get there, especially when it comes to to the responsibility um, department. But I think that's probably gonna be, you know, your best bet for handling uh those those responsible or irresponsible teenage years. Uh, and they're rough and they last for a long time. Um, but it just, you know, that's that's what's gonna work. At least that's what worked for me every time something went left and I was like, Well, why did this go left? Or I'm sitting, you know, pouting in the house, or what's wrong? And I finally tell them what's wrong. That's when I that those are all the talks I remember. Those are the lessons that I remember is when, you know, that's something like why isn't coach playing me? Well, you have you've been late to practice the last three weeks. Like oh, well, I was killing it in practice. Well, when you got there like you don't you don't know how to run the first half of the offense because you weren't there to learn it. Well, you know, oh, point well taken. Now I'm 15 minutes early to practice every every time I have practice for anything. Um, so, you know, th- that's th- very small example. But things like that, those are the kind of things that stick because they're important to you because something has gone uh, contrary to the way you thought it would go. So now you want to figure out why you want to get it fixed. You're willing to listen up until that point. It's just, you know, Charlie Brown noises in the background because that's that's how parents sound to kids after. God, it seems like five or six years old because my daughter already doesn't listen to me. And, you know, she's starting the first grade next year. Um, so, it can, you know, who knows when it starts, but it, it, it can start very early and it lasts for a long time. But even even the six year old, if, you know, something goes left after she's done crying for 15 minutes, she wants to know why. And that's when she's the most receptive. Um, so I say, you know, you pick your spots, have those conversations and, and they'll figure it out. Uh, if you've got boys and it, it just I, I feel for you because it's going to take twice as long. Um, but we get it together eventually, um, usually, hopefully. Maybe <laughs> if they're struggling too much, you can always send them on over to headaboveapocracy dot com. I got uh, I got lots of episodes. Um, I've got I've got lots of content. I've got lots of merch. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how helpful that'll be um, with the responsibility department. Um, it'll help me fulfill some of my financial responsibilities, right? If you're trying to you know help me out personally. Um, but I am here to help you as well. If you want to reach out directly at head above hypocrisy on Instagram is probably the best way to get a hold of me. Uh, that is my social media drug of choice. Um, yeah, those are those are those are the ways you can you can get a hold of me uh, and, you know, keep fighting that good fight of responsibility. I know it's tough, um, but uh, I will be here uh, responsible for more and more episodes. So you can always depend on that. Uh, and if you enjoyed what you heard, go in ahead and hit that follow button. I'm Will. This has been another Dad's Corner. Hopefully it was uh somewhat beneficial. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah. Until next time.